Cha. Bridget Masinga on the art of everything. It is uh, the art of everything right here on uh, SAFM. Hanging out with myself, Bridget Masinga, on this. Hanging out with myself, uh, Bridget Masinga, on this Friday evening. Our guest, uh, Patti Singwani, joins me on the line now. How are you doing, Patti? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me this evening. Uh, firstly, let's start by unpacking the name, Incantura. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah, very, very much so, Incantura. Mm-hmm. So, um, Katura is my second name, and that's how the brand name came to be. Um, it means perfume, which is about, so I, I just wanted it to be about expressing yourself, like using that idea of, your, you know, a perfume being an analogy to your character. Uh-huh. The, the, so, it's, a, it's just a brand that's about self-expression. I got you. And, you. I mean, for, forgive my ignorance with 11 languages uh, in the country and all kinds of fabulous languages on the continent. What is the origin of the name Katura? Um, so it's actually from my mom's side of the family. She's this African, but it's, it's just a Bible name. It's not a, a, a local African name. I got you. Okay, it's a beautiful name. I mean, beautiful sound. And, and now that I know that it means perfume and uh, the metaphor that one can, and the, or the inference that one can draw from it, absolutely beautiful. So tell me a bit more, Patty, in terms of the brand. You didn't start off, um, you know, being about jewelry. This was not, this was not your main beat at all. Well, I initially started the brand wanting to um, create clothing Mm. and the jewelry was actually a way in which I wanted to make um, income. Mm. So I had started from architecture, I studied architecture, I I worked, I had completed my studies and then I actually had started to diversify and go into a career that I'm passionate about, just in the fashion industry. Mm. So this actually came about as a way to like almost as a hustle and mm. I realized it was like enjoyable and also profitable and that's how I ended up in this industry. Yeah. Oftentimes the case with uh, a lot of people who, you know, have qualified in one particular arena um, and then having a creative outlet as a side hustle will at some point abandon the nine to five to go full steam into the creative sector. But for you, I mean, architecture in its essence is a very dynamic, creative innovative uh you know discipline as well and i can imagine that it fares you very well when it comes to your product at incantura having looked at it already i can already see that architectural discipline and structure coming through in your design yes so i think i'd also actually just architecture when i started brand so i was working in a fashion house but definitely the geometries were played into from that and also because I learned the techniques that I'm using I I learned how to make models and laser cut and use all this different um, machinery and the the materials Mm. so I had learned it from there and I kind of interpreted it and mixed it with my own like passion for fashion and Mm. I just merged the two and I also just find materials interesting so if I find 
a material that I don't know or that I, that looks interesting to me. I just take it and I try and I work with it, and that's what I was doing. Yeah. Now, are you obviously at the beginning stages of the brand? Uh, you know, you I presume you were a one-man show in terms of the design, conceptualizing, designing, and then uh, obviously modeling the pieces in terms of you know construction and seeing if it will work in the way that you imagined it to work. Um, are you still very much a one-man show in terms of the entire process? And how difficult or how easy was that for you at the, that initial stage, um, you know, to sort of take design from paper concept um, and then f- to full fruition of a product that you can now see in 2, 3D? So I did start as definitely a one-man show, lots of sleepless nights. And it was actually, I, I think the business took off quicker than I expected. Mm. I think I had two two people helping me out with production that I trained within the first six months mm. because I managed to get um, a few um, wholesale orders and I had gotten one which was like, a, a, like I made wedding favors and it was a bit artistic. And mm. so I just, you know, I knew I couldn't do these, like, huge quantities on my own because it's, it gets very exhausting. Yeah. But, you know, I've maintained myself as a sole designer. I would love to get to a place where there's other people. I would love to definitely delegate more. But the reality is during the pandemic, I actually had to, like, stop a lot of the plans mm. and just, you know, just focus more on keeping the business sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when one has a look at, uh, which, by the way, is a very smart move, um, you know, scale it down if need be, and then you can always bring the momentum back again when things stabilize from an economic perspective. When one takes a look at your, you know, your presence, your website, and of course, your presence on social media, you can find Inkantura on Instagram, by the way, uh, which is always ease of reference, especially for visual things. Um, There's a very continental element to it you know there's a very tribalistic element we spoke about the geometries of construction uh we spoke about you know sort of those um those design elements but also there's a very strong uh continental element that is infused or influence that comes out strongly in the design is is there a lot of the pieces are they researched uh you know in terms of taking inspiration from particular tribes, particular periods maybe in African history? Um, where, where Am I feeling that correctly? Yes. It's various things. Sorry, so we just have... lost you there for a second, Patty. Hello. So there's, there's various elements. I do sometimes look at certain aspects and create collections which are around a certain idea. So I do have some one-off pieces like the drum ring, which is like a little drum. And then I once had one for the side, which was about just like honoring women. And then each of the different pieces were like modeled around something like the pistol and mortar, which is about how hard you work. Mm. Um, it's not always the case because as I said, like I'm really more... Um, into materials so mm. i tend to also just focus on um you know trying to mix different things so it's the beads fabric or mm. brass or something like that which in itself is very i guess african in the sense that 
you know, we originally worked with these materials yeah. that, you know, are very natural. So it is a combination of of inspiration. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was about to say, even when you mentioned the materials, that that in itself can draw inspiration like from, you know, the continent because uh, you, you could be using a very particular type of print pattern that is found, you know, at a particular tribal region, juxtapose that with the metal that is found somewhere else. Um, you know, all these things can really be, because when one looks at it, there is very much a strong aesthetic. It might not have been deliberate at first, uh, but it's definitely something that is coming out rather strongly. And for you, how has it been, you know, kicking off this business um and, and getting it set up and getting it uh, moving and keeping also that momentum because, you know, I'm seeing Amanda Black, I'm seeing Zizobini. So you, you've gotten your jewelry on the hands and ears and necks of some really great ambassadors. Uh, but how is that translated in terms of business sustainability? So I think with um, business sustainability, it just keeps and sometimes people see it and then they see it on scene and then obviously there's that level of credibility if someone sees it on scene and what they know. But I think a lot of it also just comes from being in stores. You know, I've known to some other stores like, you know, Africa Rise. Mm. I've also been at the space for many years. And so they like an existing client always that comes and and gets to see the, the, the works, and, mm. you know, there's a team that's actively marketing. So it can be quite difficult to, like, focus oh. on design and production and then still be Patty, will, on marketing. Our line is so, just at the, you know, the, the final uh, crux of the matter, the line is really giving up, I think, the weather, and I know that Patty is off in a farm, um, so signal is really giving way. But thank you so much. We might as well wrap it up here because uh, the news is coming up at nine. If you want to see Inkantura and what they are up to, you can definitely check them out online, uh, inkantura.co.za, or you can find them on Instagram, at Inkantura. And as you heard in the last little bit when we're straining to just hear Patty in the last few moments, you can find the brand also at Africa Arise, as well as the space if you are out in the Gauteng, Johannesburg region. It is your nine o'clock news with Amanda patiently standing by.